0: And welcome back to dr quackers and today we're reviewing the batman for those that haven't seen this yet i will be getting into some light spoilers so go watch pause this go watch the movie come back and then you can listen to me talk about shit with the movie uh, hopefully we can agree i think i think you should see it that's the first thing i'll say about this review go see this movie so yeah let's get into the review the first Batman movie since the Dark Knight trilogy, this movie first started out as a solo film for Ben Affleck's Batman, but that ended up falling apart, so it finally landed to what we have today. I have been very patiently waiting to see this movie, being as though Batman is my favorite superhero, so I have relatively high standards for Batman movies, so if it's not good, that shit pisses me off, especially when it's on the big screen. Give me good shit, but don't put it out in front of me. That's how I feel about it. Now, the atmosphere of this film is amazing. They perfectly capture the look of Gotham City. It very much reminds me of the long Halloween comics because this is a very dark and gritty story, which I know it sounds cliche, but I promise you it is. I know they try and say it with every other Batman movie, but listen, listen very carefully. This is dark and gritty. The color palette, the way they make the underbelly of Gotham look it looks really good. So don't let anyone tell you it's not because it is. It's good. It also seems very inspired by the look of the arkham games especially batman suit and gadgets which i also really enjoy uh one of my favorite batman video games of all time is batman arkham asylum so i'm kind of glad that they went with a more you know that look i really enjoy that batman suit and the gadgets and shit like that i love everyone's design except for the riddler he just looks like any other crazy villain you can find in comic book vill- uh, comic book movies it's just i don't know I actually like the Riddler look. I like you know, the question mark suits and stuff like that. That's the kind of camp I like in Batman. So I will say I do prefer this Riddler over Jim Carrey's Riddler, but if we could put Jim Carrey's, like, you know, tone it down a little bit in his costumes, but if you could transfer that over to this Riddler, I'd say he'd be perfect. But the costume, I'm not a big fan of. Specifically his mask. This Batmobile is my favorite. It's not the most technical one, but it's fucking dope. Listen, I don't have to, I don't have to, you know, convince you why I like this. I like the Batmobile. It's my favorite. It looks cool. I like muscle cars, so I like this one. It looks dope. That's all I'm gonna say. The score is also one of the best highlights of the movie. Scored by Michael Jaikino. Uh, it's not my favorite Batman score, but it is quite good. I would probably say my favorite is the, is the Michael Keaton, the Tim Burton Batman films. That's my favorite score. I like the Danny Elton score. But this one's real close. I like it more than the Hans Zimmer score for the Dark Knight trilogy. I, I just really enjoy it. Ever since the trailers came out, I heard the songs. I was like, oh, I really like the score. So it perfectly fits the movie. I love it. That's, yeah. There's not much I got to say about that. It's good. You'll like it. At least I think you will. Thankfully, this movie has a lot of great performances. Robert Pattinson is terrific as the Cape Crusader. I really enjoy the intensity he brings to the role. He really brings the fear that Batman instills in his enemies to the big screen. I actually enjoy him more than Ben Affleck and Christian Bale. Uh, I think he's up there with Michael Keaton and Kevin Conroy. He perfectly captures the young Bruce Wayne and Batman. Listen, you may disagree, um, but I think... After the first movie of the Dark Knight trilogy, Christian Bale's Batman goes down for me. I think he starts sounding a little more ludicrous, especially with his voice. <laughs> I don't like that. As soon as he gets to the ridiculous stuff like that, the way he acts, I, I didn't enjoy it. Um not saying he, he's a bad Batman. I think he's definitely still one of the better ones for sure. But um, I think Robin Penson did better. That's, that's all I'm going to say. I think maybe the first Dark Knight would be the same as this Batman, but, you know... I'm going to stick by my guns. Robert Pattinson's better than those guys. So I'm I'm actually pretty glad about that. So I know a lot of people before this movie came out, they were like, oh, my God, the guy from Twilight. And not going to lie, the first time I heard it was him. I thought the same thing. And I was like, you know what? I'll watch some of his other movies and I'll see how I feel about him. Uh, The film that really changed my mind about him was The Lighthouse with Willem Dafoe. It's really weird. It's an art house film, but it's really good. And I really like him in it. He is in good movies So after watching a few of his movies I was like you know what I'm going to give him a chance I think he can be good Especially since I was somewhat wrong about Ben Affleck He was not nearly I didn't didn't mind him as Batman So sometimes I'm wrong So I didn't want to argue with that And I wanted to give him a chance And you know what he knocked it out of the park So I'm not going to give him any shit for this And I really hope he comes back to play Batman In the next movie Because they're already confirmed that there's a next movie Yeah I'm happy that's the best thing I could say. I'm happy. Zoe Kravitz is also terrific as the cat burglar. I would say she is as good as Michelle Pfeiffer, definitely better than Anne Hathaway, which is a big trade up because I did not like that version of Catwoman, and I think this one very is in the same vein as Year One Catwoman. Uh, not always my favorite backstory, but she's not a hooker in this one, so I'm kind of glad they cut that small bit out. But she has, you know, she works in a nightclub and all that stuff, and she's in she's very much in the underbelly side of Gotham. I really enjoy that. I think she very much encaptures the wild side of Catwoman and her not being able to just be held down by anyone. She 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 goes She goes with her own beat, and I think they very much put that in the story, and I enjoy it. Paul Dano does a great job as the Riddler, being more of a mentally unhinged version of the character. I really enjoy him. I I mainly know him from as the playing the twins in There Will Be Blood. He plays one of the priest guys, and I think he does a great job. I, the way he portrays portrays the manic behaviors of this Riddler is really good. Um, I think he's very much a good foil to this one's to this Batman, and the way that he's so attached to Bruce is really interesting. And I I liked that part. It's good. I, I really enjoy him. I think he's. I think it's a more accurate depiction of the Riddler than Jim Carrey's. So I think that's another big up I can give him. So yeah, I enjoyed him as I enjoyed him as one of the villains in the movie. He's the main villain, but yeah, I really enjoyed him. Colin Farrell gives the Penguin a more realistic portrayal of the character. I've always preferred this wor- this version of the character instead of being more of like an actual Penguin like the, what they did in Batman Returns. I always prefer more the mob boss, which is why I so much preferred. Penguin from the Gotham TV series, which was one of the other reasons why I ever really watched that show, was that version of the Penguin. So I'm glad they used that that's more, that more style of the character more than the other ones. So yeah, big ups. I like him. Also, I didn't recognize him until I looked this up. So good on him. Jeffrey Wright. Uh, who I really enjoy in Westworld, plays Gordon and has a great on-screen chemistry with Robert Pattinson. Uh, I love the relationship that they show on screen between Batman and Gordon in this film. I think he very much is pushed to the forefront in the story due to that relationship. So I'm really glad we got to see more of the dynamic between these two. The only other time I really think they kind of did that was with, was with in the Dark Knight trilogy, but I think this one does it better than that one, because usually they're they're a lot more tied to each other and how they come, how they try to solve crimes. So I kind of I like that a lot more. John Turturro plays the biggest mob boss in Gotham, our Carmine Falcone, giving my favorite performance of the character. That's all I gotta really say. I really liked it. There's a good twist between him and another character. I won't say yet because I think it's a twist that you should find out in the movie. So go see it. Ha 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 not going to tell you Andy circus is alfred and does a good job as the character my favorite is still michael kane but he's he's still really good in the movie i i enjoyed him and i think i do think he is a good ro- alfred to this batman so yeah i think he fits the atmosphere of the movie i enjoy him and he's not as old because batman's younger in this movie than some of the other ones so yeah i like him that's all i gotta say now I've been waiting forever to have a detective's first story of Batman on the big screen. So using the Riddler is a ter- is a terrific choice for the villain of that style. Very much in the same vein of The Long Halloween, the action is awesome, but it is on the back burner, which is totally fine with me because that's what I've been fucking wanting. My favorite Batman comics are when it's he's focused on solving the, the crimes. That's my favorite ones, not gonna lie. So anytime, I've been waiting forever for that to be the focus of a movie. It's always the action, which is, it's fine. Batman's a big ass kicker. I get it. That's a big, you know, a big drive to get people in seats. But the focus is on Batman solving the case. So thank God. I really enjoyed the twists and turns that the plot goes through, especially the parts about the Waynes. I really enjoyed that part. Uh, The only other movie I've really seen kind of touch on stuff like that was the Joker. So I'm kind of glad that got pushed more into this movie as well. Now, the only real negative I have with this movie ...is the scene with the Riddler and the Joker. They talked about how they were going to focus on telling the story first... ...not setting up the next set of movies, okay? I understand, you know, showing some other villains that Batman might have faced... ...before he faced the Riddler in this movie... ...because this is his second year as being Batman, not the first... ...which I thought was the angle they were going, but then they said it's the second year. So, fine. That's cool. That's fine. Whatever. But why are we already setting up the next movie's villain? Why? I I would have just preferred to, boom, he's an Arkham, that's it. Why did they, I didn't like how they set it up immediately. Especially since it's a villain we've seen so many times. Now don't get me wrong, the Joker is my favorite Batman villain. Uh, Besides Bane, I really love Bane. But... I want to see other villains pushed more to the forefront. How many times have we seen the Joker? It's almost every fucking movie of Batman. I want, I want someone else. I don't give a shit if it's someone we've seen before, like maybe Scarecrow, or Razal Ghul, or maybe like, I don't know. Two-Face, something where, like, un- a character we haven't seen a bazillion times in, in live-action movies. Give me something else. Now, maybe, I could be wrong. It could be the Joker gets involved, maybe, in, like, the third film, because the- it's talked that this is going to be a trilogy. So maybe they're waiting to use the Joker in the final film, which, if that's the case, then I'll-, then I'll take this back, and maybe it's not as much of a negative, but even that, I still probably won't like it as much. I want a character that isn't necessarily used like maybe maybe we have like you know Man Bat or Clayface being like a secondary villain to some other big top dog villain like say we used Dr. Hugo Strange or Mr. Freeze I would love to see any of those characters come into the forefront for a villain I mean we only have one version of Mr. Freeze in live action and he's fucking awful I hate the Arnold. (laughs) Mr. Freeze of Batman and Robin give me a good one give me a Mr. Freeze like the one from the Batman animated series which made me love the character that's I love that version of the character if we can get someone like that and I think that version of Mr. Freeze would work really well in this universe especially this version of Batman so please I'm hoping that the Joker isn't going to be the next villain I'm fine with him being, like, a part of the ensemble in the third one because it seems to be that the Riddler and the Joker are going to team up and work together. So I'm hoping that the next villain will be defeated by Batman and that villain will then join those two to fight Batman in the third one. I'm hoping that's what they're doing because if they already bring back Riddler and Joker from the next movie, I'm like, you just beat the Riddler. Why are we using him in the very next film? That. So that's my only – I don't want you to think that I'm ranting about the movie. But it's just a rant. I could see myself getting—it's something I could see myself getting mad at if they decide to do that. I don't think they will, but I could see it happening because at the end of the day, it's Warner Brothers that will really make those decisions. And let's not forget, studios sometimes royally fuck movies like this. Like, look what happened with the Justice League film—they got rid of Zack Snyder, and made it fucking awful. It's awful, the the of the Justice League, awful. So I'm really hoping. Matt Reeves is in more creative control, some of those people, so I'm hoping that's not what's happening, but, yeah, other than that, and I shouldn't complain too much, because it technically hasn't happened yet, and it doesn't necessarily really affect this movie as much, but I could see it heading down a dark path, I think that's all I really want to say about it, so yeah. What do I rate this movie? I rate this movie a 9 out of 10. It's near perfect. The only reason why I lost a point is because the point I just made there. I didn't like how they were already setting up the next movie. Just finish this story, then go on to the next one in the next movie. I'm okay with that. We don't. I don't need to know exactly what's going to be coming in the next movie. So that's why it's a 9 out of 10. Near perfect is definitely one of my favorite Batman movies now, for sure. Um, I'm going to see it again tomorrow because uh, some, of, some of my relatives want to go see it. And I was like, I will see it with you. So... I'm going again. Support your local theaters, man. We need, we need. I want, I want movie theaters to survive. So if you're in a safe area, and that you can go see a movie, I recommend this one. Uh, I might review Uncharted soon. I did see that as well. So stay tuned for that. That's all I gotta say. So thank you. I Hope you enjoyed this review. If you did, I've reviewed a whole bunch of other Batman movies and super superhero movies and TV shows. So if you're interested in that from me. I got a whole bunch of those, or if you're just here just to hear me talk, I reviewed a whole bunch of other shit as well, so I highly appreciate if you can go give those a listen. Thank you. I hope you have a good day, and stay tuned for my last sponsor. Let's face it, we all drop hundreds of dollars on shit that hasn't done much good. When was the last time you spent just $225 and you actually profoundly changed your life? Answer, most likely never. Well, if you want your chance, here it is. If you are out of shape and have said more times you can count, I need to do something about this. This is opportunity knocking. You have approximately 3,640 weeks in your lifetime. 16 spent wisely can make whatever you have left better than you could have imagined. Get in or back in shape with expert guidance from a certified and experienced professional trainer. No crash diets, no bullshit, just results. Visit www.vikingfitnessnh.com, mention Dr. Quackers and get 10% off your your custom fitness plan. Again, that's www.vikingfitnessnh.com. Thank you.